spring-loaded has sprung. Apple's latest event was powered by the M1, bringing us a new iMac, iPad Pro, and more. We'll talk about what happened in Apple's latest event on this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross and Michael Simon. So Apple held its spring-loaded event on Tuesday. They revealed several new products. Uh, There's a lot to get into, so let's just dive into it. Should we start with the, I was going to say, which is the bigger product, the iMac or the iPad Pro? Well, not literally, figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) The iMac's, I I think, uh, the more interesting, bigger change. I I do too. Apple flipped them. Like they closed the event, you know, usually when the, the last of save the bets for last as, as it is. But yeah, sure. I think the iMac is, is more consequential than the iPad for right. sure. There you go. Consequential, even though it may not sell as much or whatever it's. Um, it might, it might. Know, we how don't many know, people are buying $1,100 iPads, but we can the get into that sort later. Of new <laughs> drastic change. They finally right. kind of changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, After this, what? This, 13 years of the same design, essentially. I mean, it's different, but is it? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's still recognizably an iMac. Uh, Like, you know, back when the G3 to the G4, that was a massive change. The G4 to the G5, that was a massive change. This is kind of still a bit of a variation on the beam. Right. Um, It's a replacement for the 21.5 inch iMac. So it's got a 24 inch screen. Four and a half K <laughs> resolution. Which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little funny. It's actually right kind of between. nice uh, if you're the editing video and stuff to have room for timeline and stuff like that while your video is kind of full pixel yep. count, and everything. But, um, and comes in a bunch of colors and it's got, it's like flat with square edges and the smaller bezels and comes with the whole six colors, six traditional Apple colors. In, in some variant of the hue uh, and plus silver. And the, f- and, and the colors look really great from the back. It's sort of this two-tone thing where the back is kind of a, a bolder, darker, more vibrant color. And the front, it still has that big chin off the bottom. That's the part that drives me nuts. <laughs> and the chin, uh, the front on the chin, it's like a lighter shade of the thing. It's almost a pastel color. Yeah. And then the, yeah. there is still a bezel around the screen, smaller, but it's there, and it's white for it's white some now, godforsaken is, yeah, reason. Yeah, it's kind of like now it's even a bit more noticeable, even though it's smaller. They talked and, about yeah. how they wanted to make this look bright and hopeful and stuff like that, and I don't know. That just seems like engineering a product for how people will perceive it, not how they will use it. Mm-hmm. Like, how will this look on a desk to other people who aren't using this computer? And not, yeah, I mean, the, how does the this biggest the person staring at it all day? The, the biggest thing I would say is the back is way nicer than the front. And yeah. I mean, that's that's been true of IMAX before, but yeah, this that right that was that was bright colors are nice, and maybe it would have been weird on bringing out to the front because they're so bright, but it's it, you know, it's almost like well, it's the back is so vibrant and so nice, and mm-hmm. no one's going to see it while they're using it. Yeah, the people walking behind it that are going to see it. There are so many uh, open floor plan offices where you see the backs of computers these days, yeah. unlike before, um, and unlike when you're sitting at home in a in an office. So it makes sense, they're, and and I understand where they're getting at with this, and I understand why they're worried about like having a color matched braided cable and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They want anybody. You see these things on TV all the time and everything, and you want it to be noticeable, like oh you know, that's a Mac. It's not just some computer. And I get that, but that I just don't understand why, why a white bezel on the front, why this yeah. is still the big chin. Like, we and, may- and if, if you're going to have the chin, why take away the Apple logo? Cause now it just looks empty. I actually like that they took away the Apple logo. That I, that always bothered me that this big Apple sitting on beneath my <laughs> display. Well, I mean, sure. But if the chin has to be there and clearly engineering wise, it does it, I think it looks bland without the logo and at least the, the logo would give it something some reason to exist mm. like a like a car hood ornament <laughs> i don't think it has to be there i think they went for like they were so obsessed with making it thin that 
they put yeah. the whole logic board and stuff Below. beneath the screen instead yeah, of behind which, it. I'm it not sure been... that's the best way right. to go about things. Yeah. Right. Like it's so thin that they have to put the headphone jack on the side because yeah. it's thinner than a headphone jack then is. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost as it's thinner than like the iPad. <laughs> and no, like, no, but it's close. Yeah. Yeah. It's close to iPad thickness. Yeah. And like it seems crazy that that was their priority. Like the seemingly right. they built it around the thinness, which all right, fine. But why does a all-in-one computer that's sitting in a desk and doesn't go anywhere? Yeah. Why not make it 14 millimeters? Like who's going to notice that? I care about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or uh, half an inch. I don't care. You, you yeah, know, that's right. still, it's, that would still be thin. Of course. For what it is. And no one's going to say, Oh, I don't want that. It's, it's, it's too thick. Like, yeah. No, look at monitors. Monitors are, you know, I have one on my desk now. It's like, it's like three quarters of an inch thick. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, it's, uh, again, it's just all about that. If you're not using the computer, if you're the other person walking around seeing that computer on a mm -hmm. desk somewhere, that makes sense. It's striking, right? It stands out. Look how thin, look at the colors, whatever. Yeah. And it, it's, it, yeah, that, that sort of robbed the experience from the person who actually sits in front of it and uses yeah. it a little bit. I really hope when they make a bigger version of this, it's not just this like <laughs> control C and like stretch it. <laughs> like, you know, I really hope they do some of this stuff. Uh, there's a few other things that bug me. Like they took away all the USB-A ports. Yeah. Uh, this microphone I'm talking into is USB-A, like uh, yeah. mouse thing, USB-A, yeah. this charge cable is USB-A. Uh, I would need three or four dongles just mm -hmm. to switch to this Mac, that's so annoying. Or, yeah, or is, you know, or yeah, US, as much as Apple doesn't want to admit it, USB A, particularly for desktops, has its place. Right. All these and audio interfaces and stuff. Is it is it that hard to throw a couple on there? I mean, is it that big of a deal? Well, it's, I mean, they're deeper. It may not have fit. It's, don't make it, it might be too thicker. thin. <laughs> so make it a little bit thicker. Right. Also, uh, again, it the one thing the one thing I really wanted was for them to make it go up and down. Yes, it doesn't go up and down. It's so it just frustrating. Tilts. Yeah. yeah. So it's the, the same. I mean, I can't imagine that they didn't get tons of of feedback about that because, as yeah. you've noted before, everybody has their iMac on a stack of books right. because it's it's either too it's just it you know it's it's not properly situated at eye level. Right, an and entire third-party marketplace yes. of various risers and matching yeah. Mac risers, and they're going crazy because they're like, "Yeah, we got, now we can sell them in six colors <laughs> for matching matching iMac stands," and they're super excited. I, I just banging my head against the wall. Just yeah, it's, make it's it go very strange, particularly since if you look at the design. I mean, I'm not an engineer. But it seems as though it wouldn't have been that hard to add a swivel in the up and down direction. Just you know, we're right, talking about little, two, two inches or three inches in either direction. It's not a ton. If they can make the Pro Display XDR pivot, they can figure out a way to right. make the iMac go up. It goes there. up and down and turns, and you, you don't have to have it cost how much is that stand? <laughs> that a thousand dollars? They do like, sell a Vesa for the iMac. I don't know how much it is. You have to buy that. You um, have to buy it. Yeah. You have to buy a separate iMac. It's not just a mount stand. You have to. You have to in the custom configurator buy an a Visa it's, mountable right, iMac. A, exactly. It's a right. It's a it's a unit that specifically works with with the Vesa mounts, mm -hmm. which I guess would solve your problem. But most people aren't doing that. And no. you know, it's just it's a frustrating limitation. Same thing with um, like all right, the the keyboard's cool. Touch ID on the keyboard is awesome. Yeah, it's so great. Face ID would be better. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no doubt. I'm, I'm. I'm really excited, actually, that they spent so much time talking about how much better the webcam is. It's, it's not just yes. 1080p, but it's also yeah. a bigger sensor and and a wider aperture, better in all those ways. Plus, yeah. the M1 does better video processing. Zoom. I think all that's great. Come now to the MacBooks and stuff where we where we wanted it. How many years ago now? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, but it, but it would have been better to put the true death module up there and just have face ID yeah. and let you use Memoji. And all even if, stuff. even if you want to have both, like if you want to do the touch ID and the keyboard thing, sell that separately, fine. But mm -hmm. face ID really should be there. I mean, maybe, maybe face ID it. is in the 27 inch. I uh, maybe or, 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 or not the, the 20 or the 30, right? The bigger, yeah, the, the 27 inch replacement. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe yeah. that's a feature they're, they're going to hold for the higher end ones. Face ID is more for 
the higher end products, I guess the iPad pro, but it's just when you're looking at a screen, particularly the iMac that's stationary, you mm -hmm. sit down, you look at it. I mean, it's just, instead you got to reach your finger over and touch this corner of the keyboard. Yeah. I was also a little confused and, and disappointed that they then in, when talking about the iPad pro, which we'll get to in a minute, mm -hmm. talked about how they, it's a new front sensor. That's a 12 megapixel ultra wide front sensor. And they have this software called center stage that like zooms and pans around to show, which is not a new invention by Apple. Like everyone's done this. Right. It's about time Apple does this, but that would have been perfect for the iMac. It makes even more sense because you can't totally. move it, right? Totally. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's a desktop that sits there. So why doesn't that just have the same front camera thing you put in the iPad pro and center stage and everything? Yeah. Please. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird limitation. I, it seems like their product teams aren't talking to get each other because this would also like reduce parts complexity and stuff like that. You would just have one, one just one for uh, right. Well, so, it, was, it was pretty clear in the event that the product teams don't uh, talk to each other because Tim Cook had the steel and M1 from. Yeah, that was that was We'll get to that weird video and everything that comes with that. <laughs> Um, the, other, um, st other stuff that interests me about the new iMac is um, they're, they're, they're hyping, quote, studio quality mics, which they've talked about before in other products and uh, has always been a bit of an exaggeration, but they are getting better. Um, and what is it? What did they say? Was it three microphones? Uh, yeah. Yes. And, you yes. know, uh, three, quote, three microphones, six microphones. speakers. And six speakers. Yeah. And yeah. much, much better audio, better audio than even the iMac Pro supposedly so yeah. those are worth things worth checking out things that would be very interesting um it's good they're making these things better yeah it's definitely you know the imac is it's a great upgrade it's mm -hmm. uh we don't we haven't tested it but what we know of the m1 chip it's going to be fast as hell way faster than what most people are going to use this model for even yeah. though i wish you would have gotten a better chip with more compared, ram and compared and, to the and other better... 21 and a half inch imax it'll yes, be a nice big exactly. step up compared to the big imax it, they need a bigger chip for this they need something better yeah we were waiting for that m1x or m1z or m1 whatever and i think i think it'll be m2 i think we're going to be waiting one more small thing that so it's little foot the foot that it rests on yes like that thing is perfect for like a little wireless charging stand for your iPhone. Like, come on. Yeah. It's perfect. Like just pop your phone on there and have it. It would charge. need to run power to it some way, but still. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing that bugged me about their presentation is they claimed the whole Ethernet into the power brick as an innovation. That's the PCs have had this for so long. Like so many PCs have already done that. It is cool though. It is cool. And, and the magnetically attached, braided, color-matched yeah. power line. It's nice. You're going to have one line going into your computer unless you stick in a bunch of USB devices. You just have that one thing. It's going to match. It'll look, it'll look great in those open offices, man. Also frustrating that the display technology really hasn't gone anywhere. It's not high, it, no high refresh rate, no mm -hmm. HDR, nothing like that. Just It's still P3 color gamut, two-tone. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of gather that this is basically the MacBook Air of the iMacs. And I like assume, like we've just been talking about, like the, the 28 or 29 or 30 inch model, whatever it's going to be, that'll be the one that gives us all these things that we're looking for. But yeah. it's frustrating that, you know, it starts at 1300 bucks. I wouldn't even buy that model. The $1,500 one is the one that you really should get because you're, you're giving up a lot on that, on that low end one. Right. So 1500 bucks, that's not chump change. That's not a, uh, uh, an impulse buy. That's a, that's an investment. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though Apple, you know, gave us the bare minimum of what we needed in an iMac upgrade. Yeah. yeah. And for every design flourish that I think is really great and genius and works great. There's a design annoyance yeah. where I'm Agreed. just like, why, why did they do that? I don't want to call it a side grade. It, it is a big deal that uh, totally. they've, improved this so much over the long languishing iMac that's been around for a while. But if God, this is not a design I want to stick around for 10 years. No, definitely. <laughs> or, nor the problems that I want for the next yeah. 10 years. Uh, so just for clarification, there are three iMac models. 
So the 1299 model is, as Mike kind of alluded to, kind of like the MacBook Air uh, version of the iMac. It's got that seven core GPU. Yeah. But you're also like, that was the only thing. So the MacBook Air versus the MacBook, um, the higher MacBook Air, that was really it. It was storage and it was that GPU. Right. This one, you're you're losing a GPU. You're losing uh, a couple of uh, USB-C ports. You're losing the touch ID on the keyboard. You got to pay extra value. You're using the eth- you're losing the Ethernet in the cable. Like you're you're losing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And if you want any of those things, just spend the fifteen hundred bucks and get all of them in the in the in the next in the next in the next uh, whatever the next configuration option. Yeah. And the next configuration option also offers three additional colors. You can get orange. Yeah, that's also weird. Yeah. Purple or like, yellow. <laughs> I mean, does anyone want orange, purple, yellow that badly that they're going to spend 1500 bucks? <laughs> and uh, I think the build to order, you can get higher storage configurations in the build to order. And those are only on yes. the higher end models. Yeah, that's true. If you want a terabyte or two terabyte SSD. I don't know what those cost because you can't do the build to yeah, orders yet, but it's going to be a lot. They all come with eight gigabytes of memory, configurable to 16 gigabytes. And uh, they all have Wi-Fi 6 with Bluetooth 5. Basically what you'd expect from a 2021 Mac. You know, there's, yeah. there's no real surprises with the internals. I, I'm actually a little bit surprised that they just went ahead and did this with the M1. I, I almost expected yes. IMAX to wait for whatever the next thing is, whether it's an M1X or an M2 or something like that. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but it is just, like you said, the lowest, smallest IMAX. Yes. And they're just putting their foot in the door in terms of like the design and language and stuff like that. That's the point. And I would have liked it to be a little bit cheaper. Like they sell the, the old 21 and a half inch Mm-hmm. For 1099, which literally nobody should buy, but it would have been nice if this if this M1 started at 1099. That would be a killer machine. Yeah. 1299 for what you're getting, this the, the, the things you're giving up that I, we just talked about. That's a it's a little bit too high. What's the cheapest 4K 21.5 inch iMac? I, I was 1299. Yeah, these price points are the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was disappointed in that they are using the M1, not because the M1. I'm disappointed in the M1, but I wanted to see what was coming up next. Sure, it was. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't that these are in a, inappropriate for these machines. I was, you know, I want. I was excited for the next iteration. What was coming yeah. up? I wanted to see yeah. the progression. Yeah, and we also wanted to get like a kind of a an idea of how Apple plans to iterate this chip. Is it going to be an annual refresh? Are they going to have the X mid cycles? Like, like, is it a two year cycle? Like, what's the story here about how long are we going to have this M1? That's probably a good segue into the iPad Pro and the M1 and the iPad Pro because the M1 is the M14X. I mean, the A14X. It is the mid cycle refresh X version of the A14. If you look at what an A12X is to the A12 or the A10X to the A10, what they've done is they take the the high performance CPU cores and double those. Mm -hmm. They double the GPU cores and they double the memory bus bandwidth. That's what the A10X and the A12X were to the to the A10 and A12. That's what the A that's what the M1 is to the A14. It's the A14 with double the high performance CPU cores, double the GPU cores, and double the memory bus width. So if the M1 never existed and they put an A14X in the iPad Pro, this is what it would be. That's what we would expect it to be based yep. on the past. It just has the name M1 now, and it went in to laptops first and now everybody's like oh look they put the well, laptop yeah, chip there, in there's the... a certain there's a certain cachet that m1 name now carries right because yeah. it, because it's in a Mac. i mean and that's kind of strange that they t- they took the x the a14x essentially and it was so good in a mac with a different name that that it's now become a a hype factor for putting it yeah. in the, in the iPad, and and how ridiculous is it to have a video where like Steve Jobs, I mean Steve Jobs, <laughs> oh. where that would have been something <laughs> where Tim Cook has to break into his own company to like yeah. put a, a chip in the, the iPad. It was weird. Like the video was. It was. I mean, listen, Apple's videos are awesome, and the transition from the Mac from the iMac to the iPad was super cool. How they did that. 
Yeah. But yeah, we were all watching it and saying, well, wait a minute. Why does Tim Cook need to break into his own company? Right. Isn't he the CEO? <laughs> couldn't he just tell him to do it? Right. And then it, he just drops it in an M1 yeah, uh, iPad yeah. Pro and it works. He turns yeah. it on and it works because that's how that works. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the M1 is in the iPad Pro. If there was never an M1 and there was an A14X, it's the same chip. That's exactly what we would expect. Um, and it's great. <laughs> like what we would expect. And it's not the cutback version. It's weird that they have that cutback uh, seven core GPU version in things like the iPad Air and the iMac, but the iPad Pro gets the full eight core GPU. Yeah. Um, and will the M1 make its way to the iPad Air? Or are they going to keep doing the A14? They, those have not had x series right. no uh, no, no other yet, no so other i don't has. think so yeah so they'll right. so they'll stick with the iphone processor and then the ipad pro will get this so we'll never see another x um ax chip again probably right uh yeah probably like the m2 yeah. will end up in versions of max and it will end up in a version of the ipad pro mm -hmm. and the air will have the a15 right yeah yeah. So yeah, that's probably where they're on with this. They're probably the the M series. Well, I, I was about to say what I think you're getting at is the M series is just the X series renamed, and they're not really making more processors. But I I'm not sure. I think when they get to Mac Pros, they're going to have to do something else. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to have to have an M series chip that will not appear in any mobile product might have a separate GPU with its own chunk of memory and power lines. That, that makes sense. So like the higher end Macs might need something else. But I think these lower end Macs um, and, and MacBooks will share a processor with the iPad Pros henceforth going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think you're right about the Mac Pro. I mean, I'm very interested, not that I would buy one or need one, but I'm very mm -hmm. interested to see what what that is because the... Uh, the way it is now with the Intel chips, I mean, those are massively more powerful than anything you get in a, in a, in a MacBook Pro, the ones yeah. that, that are in there. So you know, they, they, the audience, the market that they're selling those to, they need like not just, you know, good speed and, and, and lots of RAM. There's a whole mm -hmm. bunch of things going on there right. that Apple is going to have to deliver. And things like G the GPU and stuff, like even if you could make a big multi-core cpu you couldn't stick a big enough gpu right. on it on the same piece of silicon or in the same package it needs its own yeah power lines essentially because uh, and it needs its own memory and all these other things that's faster and wider bandwidth and all this other stuff so I, it wouldn't surprise me if apple split its cpu and gpus into separate chips that are bigger and more cores and more memory yeah. and all that stuff uh, and then you're, you know, then you're taking on AMD and, and, and Radeon and NVIDIA and, you know, mm -hmm. all those comparisons. So they, yeah. there's a, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot that they have to deal with going forward. They could conceivably still stick AMD's um, GPUs sure. in sure. their, in their Mac Pros. And maybe they will, because that's what that audience wants. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe, maybe they, they'll, maybe they won't bother with a discrete GPU for, you know, many years. Yeah. We've we've heard those rumors that they're you know that that they're not abandoning uh, AMD Radeon. We'll, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I don't think we're going to get that this year. I think that's no. a 2022 situation. I agree. Maybe WWDC. So the new iPad Pro also has, in addition to a new M1 chip, it has new front cameras. We talked about that a little earlier, but it's yeah. it's ultra wide angle, 12 megapixel. It used to be a regular angle, seven megapixel. Seven, that's a big um, jump. It still has, you know, all the face ID stuff and everything. Um, yeah, the big jump is that it's a, a nicer 1080p video uh, FaceTime and does, um, it has this new center stage software, which will apply not just to FaceTime. It'll work with other video conferencing apps. And it does the thing where it just kind of pans and zooms to keep a person in frame or people. Which, as uh, you said before, we've seen that, but Apple, yeah. you know, positioned it as a great innovation as they are. But it's, do. and it's, and they gave it a name and everything. Right. Uh, it, what I find is cool is that it's not a feature of FaceTime, it's a feature of the camera. Right. And, and I don't know if other apps will need an upgrade 
to support it or if it's just like a switch you flip in settings and it always applies to that camera or what but it's nice to know that zoom meetings and stuff like that will support it um back cameras did not get an upgrade at all they still have last year's ipads lidar same wide and ultra wide 10 I'm megapixel okay. i'm okay ultra with that. Wide. <laughs> yeah like we talked about that before like why, why do people care about yeah, the back camera right. so much it's on not the something you need to spend any effort you know every couple of years give me a, something maybe but i don't i, I would have been okay if they never gave me two cameras in the back to be honest right or, or none at all honestly <laughs> yeah the front camera ma matters a lot and that's yeah. the one i want oh we didn't mention the front camera's still on the short edge. yeah come that's on just, like what the hell they even show people using their center stage and FaceTime and stuff like that with it landscape. Well, which they, is the only way to really use it. Like no one's going to prop it up portrait. They're going to use a landscape because you see more of a scene and it's still, you're still looking to the left and, or the right. And range. their own keyboards and everything. It only yeah, mounts landscape wacky. and it's, wacky. yeah. Yeah. You don't look it, it obviously in that video, the guy's not looking off to the left because he's like making dinner or something like that. And he's moving yeah. around. He's in the back, but yeah, it's really obvious when somebody's holding an iPad because they're always looking off to the side. Yeah. Or, okay. or you know, it's just, it's just silly. Well, and, why you do this Apple? You know, and the, and the Apple logo on the back is the same too. So it's still a portrait device first, which yeah. is also very strange. Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> and um, the one thing that kind of jumped out of me is the, is the price. It's, it's all right. So the, the 12.9 inch pro is a hundred dollars more starting. Yes. But um, we, we didn't talk about let's, let's, let's go back. So that the 12.9 inch pro has a mini led screen, which yes. is a big, they call upgrade. a liquid retina, liquid XDR, retina XDR, yeah, pro XDR, which um, goes up to a thousand. It's full screen XDR and 1600, basically just like the pro display. Right. <laughs> I don't think it has quite the color gamut, but it has a wider color gamut. It has great HDR output. Um, which you don't get in any, I haven't gotten in any iPad before. Uh, the 11 inch does not have that. And it still has ProMotion and True Tone and all that other good stuff. Yeah. So, so that sound, seemed like a really great upgrade. It made it slightly thicker. So your old cases yeah, won't work. Ever so slightly. It's not, yeah. But know, your old, not, it just not, means not case, old cases won't work. Yeah. The keyboard stand will, because that doesn't wrap yeah. around. It just kind of attaches. Yeah. They didn't change that. But yeah, it's a little bit thicker. Um, and it's a it's a really nice display, as uh, Jason Snell wrote today on our site. Yeah. Where's all the software, the apps to take advantage of this amazing display? Uh, there, none of that came out. They didn't. They didn't. Apple didn't announce anything other than hardware, which is not what ails the iPad. The iPad right. has great hardware. It's had great hardware for for years. Yeah. Where's my iPad? The, right. Where's my Final iPad? Cut, Final Cut. Uh, X Code. Um, you know, that need th those need to come now. Now that it has an M1 chip, a Pro XDR display, Thunderbolt 4, like these things <laughs> need to be useful. Right. The other, yeah, the other issue is uh, even if you have the 11 inch one, it's got Thunderbolt and it can output to the Pro Display XDR at full <laughs> uh, res with HDR and everything. So, yeah, I mean, to, to what just to can, watch it can TV, mirror to it can mirror to an external display. I mean, you can't even expand the display. Yeah. So just to, um, all that just to watch like TV it's... apps <laughs> shows. No, yeah, the, I, I imagine a lot of that stuff's coming. We've been saying that for with... years. I hope. I hope this is the year. We've yeah, been but now that, that... now that they've got hard the, that hardware, and it's not just to, for consumption. I, I imagine that yeah. iPad OS 15 will. I don't know if Xcode will ever get there, but I, I things like Final Cut and stuff like that have got to come. Yeah, I mean, I hope so because it's getting silly now. Yeah. Apple keeps saying it's a computer. They keep now they're literally making it on par with the Mac. Right. And it's so it's such a, a, a an underpowered or underutilized machine compared to the Mac. Yeah. Half of what makes iPad OS distinct from iOS are things that it just doesn't have. Yeah. Like the app library. <laughs> yeah. Like and instead of doing more, which is what you really want, or at least on the pros, like I just, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have to assume someone on Apple is, is working on this, but we, mm -hmm. again, we've said that for years. Yeah. iPad OS now has been a thing for, for two and a half years. Still so you were talking about the price. Gotten up to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the, the 12.9 inch is 1099. Mm -hmm. So that now the, 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 yeah, the 11 inch is the same. 
799. That that just stopping there that makes sense to me. They Absolutely. they gave you that that totally. mini led display. It's 100 bucks more. I get sense. it. I and get it too. And I I think I do think it's worth it if you want those things. Yes. You want a big screen, you're getting a, a fantastic like mind-blowing eye uh, jaw-dropping display. So yeah. Yeah. 1099 is fine. 5G, which is also now uh, the the standard cellular option. Mhm. That's two hundred dollars more rather than one hundred and fifty dollars more. So yep. it's a little bit more now. Fifty dollar high price hike on cell- the cellular versions. The, which, ugh. yeah, Why? that's 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 a lot. And then you're getting if you get the uh, if you uh, go to I, I, maybe I'm looking at this wrong, and I looked at it numerous times because I was very confused. the The storage options. So you get one twenty eight. Two fifty six mm-hmm. is the same. Five twelve is the same as mm-hmm. it was before. One terabyte is $200 more than it was in the, tw- the 2020 model. And I'll tell you why. Okay, good, let's do it. Um, for the first time ever, they tell you how much RAM is in because of the M1. Yes. It's eight gigs of RAM up until the one terabyte. The one terabyte comes with 16 gigs of RAM. Ah. So you're getting another eight gigs of RAM as well. Do you need it? <laughs> yeah, why? Uh, not not until they make this a lot better. But but yeah, that's that's the issue is you're getting double the RAM as well. So it's that that G, that leap to one terabyte's not just a storage leap; it's also a RAM leap, and that's that's so there's a big price gap there. But it does make that price gap huge all of a sudden. Yeah, because they you, never said that before. They never told. First of all, they never told you how much RAM was in an iPad before. Right. And second of all, they never made that distinction between the lower storage and RAM and the higher storage and RAM. And now yeah, they're there, all of a there was doing it. There was it was hidden in the 2018. Yes, dunk, when they had the A12X, it was four like gigs six, of RAM, and yeah. then jumped to six if you got the one terabyte version. And they never told you. And four to six wasn't a huge leap. And then last year's A12Z update, they all had six, no matter what. Yeah. Now you're getting eight on everything, which is even better. And then 16 on the one terabyte and the new two terabyte, which God, how much does that cost? It's it's $2,400. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's as much as the 16 inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's without a keyboard or an Apple pencil. That's another $450 if you want that or $400, whatever it is. Right. It's a lot. It's crazy. Crazy. For clarification, yeah. If you want 16 gigabytes of RAM, you have to get correct the one or two terabyte storage option. Correct. Yes. Yeah, you can't you, customize the RAMs independently of the storage. Correct. Right. You can't just get 16 gigabytes of RAM and 256 gigabytes of storage. For right. I, I don't think you could on the MacBooks either, right? That's a good question. That's a good question. Sh- I know you can upgrade the RAM, but which, which models? I know you can get 512 and 16. I know that much. Yeah. You don't have to up, up jump to one terabyte to get 16 gigs of RAM. I'm not sure about the 256, though. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, I can look it up while we talk if someone else wants to say something. <laughs> look real quick. And, and it, that might be true of the new IMAX as well. Yeah, that we don't know because they haven't, uh, Apple they haven't released the configuration, exact configuration right. things. They yeah. just kind of have in like vague strokes. They and, and all the base models all have eight. Yeah. So we have to we'll have to look that up as well. Um, that would not surprise me. So you can get 16 gigs of memory and 256 gig SSD in a in the MacBook. Okay. Okay. It's not tied to storage. Interesting. The, I assume the 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 iMac is similar, but uh, again, we don't know for certain. We should mention that there's the carriers. They're doing the carrier deal nonsense again. Although at least they're not building it into the price this time. Um, where if you get the cellular version and you activate it on various different carriers, you'll get, you know. Yeah, uh, 200 uh, bucks or 150 for, I think, Verizon and 200 for AT&T and T-Mobile. Right. Which is, you know, whatever. Which basically cuts, I mean, brings it down for everyone but Verizon, price. it basically is like free it's cellular, f- but you free. do need to activate it on those networks yeah. and pay your, was it 10 bucks, 20 bucks a month, I think. And there's probably an activation fee maybe. They always they like to charge activation yeah, fees. Stuff like that. So, <laughs> if you do plan on actually using the cellular version, that's actually not a bad. No, it's not. That's not that terrible because I don't. They're not jacking up the price of cellular a, a ton or anything like that. 
And they're basically saying, hey, if you plan to actually use the cellular and activate it, you don't pay more for the cellular version of the yeah. iPad. So, Apple says that offer is limited and you know yes. the whole thing is just not very un-Apple-like that they're doing that. But yeah, I agree. If you if you need the cellular, you can plan on paying for it. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go for sure. And it's actually in that in that sense a little bit cheaper than it used to be. Yeah, you used to true. not get any deal on the cellular upgrade. You paid 150 bucks more and then had to go spend 20 bucks a month on a Correct. plan and so according to the iMac tech specs, um, all Apple says is storage. So for the for the two different models, storage 256 or 512 for the top one, 256 mm-hmm. configurable to one terabyte or two terabyte, yeah. and memory eight gigabytes configurable to 16 on both. Okay. So it doesn't say that it's tied to the storage. So I'm assuming you can get 256, 16. Yes, yeah. the configurator is not up, and it won't be until yeah. Friday the 30. I mean Friday the. 23rd, 23rd when um, and they ship uh, so far all of these things ship quote second half of may you can get air tags see that roman i gave you a transition uh, i was waiting <laughs> for that transition oh yeah when you're ordering your new uh imac you can order some air tags not necessarily to use on your imac because mm-hmm. why would you put your air tags on your imac but uh, yeah, the long rumored AirTags are finally here. These are the Bluetooth tracking devices. Yeah, they're $29 for one, or you can get a four pack for $99. Uh, if you need, have stuff that you need to keep track of, you can use these AirTags. I am not interested if you get any impression from the way I'm- uh, Yeah, you're, you're pre- <laughs> you have a bit of a malaise about you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm actually interested. I have a. I have a son um, who's nine and is starting to travel, <laughs> work its way around the neighborhood more. So I wouldn't be opposed to popping one into his pocket or his backpack or something, so I know where he is. Um, there's some cool privacy things in there where you can't just you know stalk somebody where the you know it, it it'll alert the person if there's one with them that's not theirs and that tied to their phone or something. Yep. So, you know, Apple built some cool stuff into it. Obviously, the ultra wideband stuff is excellent. If you have an iPhone 12 and an iPhone 11 or an Apple Watch 6, it'll give you like pinpoint accuracy for stuff. Couple of weird things. One, this, this, the, we'll talk about Apple TV in a second, but the Siri remote doesn't have an ultra wideband chip in it. And that seems very weird to me that that's the yeah. thing you're going to lose. Yeah, especially since they, they're charging 60 bucks for 60 it. bucks, yeah. I mean, it's cool that, that you don't have to spend 180 on an Apple TV to get it. But yeah, 60 yeah. bucks is a lot. It would be nice if they had that because I, I lose my remote often. I think you can make it make a sound though. Yes. So yes. I, I think, Whatever. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's we'll, we'll get to Apple TV in a minute. Yeah. Uh, AirTag, I, I find it kind of genius that they went with a four pack instead of a three pack because they're kind of making you buy an extra one. I uh, Some people on Twitter went through this sort of exercise of going like, what would you stick these on? And it's really hard to name more than three things. <laughs> you kind of get the three and you go like, and you're like, oh, well, you know, okay, my keys and my bag and well, maybe one other, is... my pet, my maybe something, one other. The, the other annoyance is that you can't stick them to anything you have to buy a dongle or uh, some kind of a keychain holder and some of them are are like like ridiculously expensive yeah apple's start at 29 bucks they're as much as as much as the air ticket and then the other versions of them are like 35 and yeah. then there's the Hermes there's like a leather one. one. Is it? Yeah, no, that's just just free. Which are three hundred bucks or something. They come with an AirTag. The AirTag is free to give you the AirTag it's, with it's, it. Isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not that nice, and they're just leather, and they're a gajillion dollars. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in that world. I don't understand the Hermes thing, but somebody must be caring about them because Apple's been hooked up with them for a while now with Apple Watch straps um, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of third-party ones already. Belkin and everybody already making. Yeah, it's holders, like ten bucks, so way yeah. cheaper. Um, and you, you can always get like double-sided tape and just pop them onto something if you want. Yeah, or if it's got a little pouch, I mean, just stick them in the little pouch of your. If right. it's in a bag, it or can a backpack go in the small, and stuff. Small yeah, it would have been nice if there was a little hole in them. You can do that elegantly still, but yeah. I guess Apple didn't want to. What, the cool thing is that you can replace the battery. Yeah, they are. First of all, IP67 water industry, which is great, which yes. is great, and you want yeah. for this kind of thing. And totally. then the second thing, although uh, I'll say. Once something's submerged in water, Bluetooth doesn't work. <laughs> Bluetooth radios don't go through 
right water so you're not going to find it in a pool <laughs> plus it's only 30 minutes so if it's there for more than 30 minutes you're you're, you're well that's how much it's guaranteed for but yeah. people have dropped their left their phones at the bottom of the pool for a long time so anyway it's good that it is though it's good that they're those yeah. they're that way uh yeah and you can just use or replace the battery with a yeah. c2032 with like a three dollar watch battery yeah. yeah it's it's a coin battery that same same batteries you have in most garage door openers and stuff those little mm-hmm. cell batteries that are um about the size of a nickel yeah you can buy them in awesome. multi-packs for like nothing and they say the battery should last for about a year and then you can replace it yourself so big thumbs up because we were sure that apple would not yeah. <laughs> make a user replaceable we thought they battery. would last you know a year and a half to two years <laughs> then like you have to, that they would have to either recycle them or we were all talking about exchange programs and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so big big thumbs up that they yeah, made it that's what's that's got to be apple's first product with a removable battery since like a power book <laughs> uh i think the i want to say the uh apple tv remote that came before the siri remote oh, okay okay yeah yeah i think you're right about that they had a coin ba- a cell battery too Okay. And then the Siri remote just has like a lightning port and you just recharge it. Yeah, that's right. It's, a thing it's just fine for whatever. It, it sits at home. It's fine. And you can get them engraved? Yeah. Do they call it engraving? Free. Yes. It is. Yeah. Free engraving, okay. which is nice for a it's like laser etching. $20 sort of. device. It's a, you know, there's a fairly limited set of things you can put on it. A couple emoji numbers yeah. and letters. And uh, if people have pointed out, Apple's rules apply. Like you can't do curse words and yeah. things like this. They've, they've had that, those, they've, they've had that in place for a while. Cause iPad, you can get engraved AirPod case, you can get engraved. So that that's nothing new, but um, you know, yeah, it's Apple, like 30 Apple emoji and they picked emoji that were emojis not easy emoji. to exploit first and to also make insensitive things. It's too bad. You can't engrave the new Apple TV remote. That would be kind of cool. If you could do that, that was my segue. It's good. It's great. I like it. <laughs> it's it is silver. Uh, you think they could do? Yeah, new Apple TV 4K. They don't call it a new version. It's just the Apple T. They say the Apple TV 4K now comes with the A12 processor. So it's just yeah, and there's a still the Apple TV 4K. slight change to uh, the H- HDR viewing. It's 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 not much of an upgrade. Yeah, so it supports HDMI 2.1, yeah. which does allow for up to 120 hertz displays, but they don't actually Except, mention 120 hertz displays or anything anywhere. Yeah, um, to be fair, to be clearer, um, the original Apple TV 4K didn't support Dolby Atmos at launch and then it did. So yep. that's something they could bring and they probably will down the line. And it's also something that most people won't be able to use on their televisions anyway, at least, at least uh, not right now. It's a it's a fairly new world. Yeah, it's a fairly most new TVs. New ones, yeah. yeah if you buy H- right, if you buy something hertz, here. and if you're yeah. buying the most expensive streaming puck, you, you kind of want it. So it's unknown. It's unknown if it'll support 120 hertz output at all. Right. But we do know that for video, it maxes out at 60 frames per second video, mm-hmm. um, and that it used to be the existing Apple TV 4K does 60 frame per second 4K video only in SDR. If you want HDR, it maxes out at 30 frames per second, which most content doesn't go beyond that anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, but there is some on YouTube and stuff. And the new one does do 60 frames per second with HDR. That's a nice improvement. But there's no 120 frames per second video support at all. Whereas the A12 in phones supported it for 1080p video. So there's we don't know if there's going to be a software update or what or if they'll never do it. It wouldn't surprise me if they just kind of never did it because the A12 just doesn't really do 120 frames per second video except for like SDR 1080p. Who's got that? Yeah, it was know. surprising that it was an A12 and not an A14, but you know. It's ready. a cost thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, the A12 <laughs> it's a, it's is a... not much better than the A10X that they've got in there. Right. It does video better, which is kind of what, why they want it but in terms of cpu power in terms of graphics power it's like 20 percent better or mm-hmm. something um and it's the price is the same 179 199 mm-hmm. but the big selling point is they changed the remote and basically yeah. tacitly admitted like hey we got this thing all wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah they um they they it's got a, another row of buttons basically with the, with yeah. the so the back and the power button, the power uh, button mute, mute button separate 
Right. And yes, yeah, a separate mute button. And they got rid of the touchpad and instead gave it a four direction thing with like a circle you can swipe around the touch. Yeah. It's like the old touch click wheel on the on, on the, the on the on the iPod. Yeah. iPod. Yeah. Not the original click wheel, but the the touch version of the ones. Yeah. Like the fourth so you gen can or third gen or something. Smoothly scroll forward and back through video by going swiping around the outside of the circle. And you can also use it to navigate the Apple TV in the same way if you want. By just kind of swiping to to apps between apps, mm -hmm. it still works that way too. Yeah, but yeah, but it's I mean, we have up, down, left, right. It's circular, and then yeah. the Siri buttons around on the side, which is nice. Which is nice. That, that that's smart because the way you hold, you're going to be holding up to your mouth, and you're going to hold it in that mm -hmm. way. So yeah, that's cool. It seemed that they actually like sat down, maybe in front of the TV, and yeah. <laughs> wrote down their their experiences with how a remote should be used. <laughs> it's still a little yeah. unergonomic. It's a little like a completely flat fin. Thing, which yeah. is not how your hand is shaped at all sure but it's not symmetrical so you're not going to grab it upside down all the time totally you know seems like a nice improvement you can it works with the existing hd and 4k which is nice boxes yeah. if you want to uh, go spend 60 bucks if you want to uh, buy, it, buy, it, buy it on um, its own yeah or you know comes with the new tv 4k that is well, i misspoke earlier the, like the imac and the um iPads that will go for sale on April 30th. We said the 23rd, I'm sorry. Those go on sale on the 30th and ship in the second half of May. The only thing going on sale this Friday are the AirTags. And you can still get the Apple TV HD. Yeah. yeah it's, and it had to be what is with the price it's on the that? Same, it's the same thing with the new remote and this and 150 bucks. It's crazy how much that yeah. costs in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. Like that should have like been dropped down to one twenty nine or maybe even ninety nine. That would that's somewhat compelling. It has to be fifty is nuts. Being SD only and having this ancient, it either just get rid of it, yeah, or it has to be under a hundred bucks. I looked at oh. that a couple times. That way, I refreshed that website after the event, waiting for the little news sign to come up next to the Apple agent. Nothing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It is bonkers wow. that that yeah, exists. Yeah, it makes no sense. No sense. It's almost like you're just baiting people to buy the 4K at this point because it's only yeah. twenty dollars more. Yeah, I mean, it, it it does only come with one storage option, which is thirty two gigs. But it yeah. it blows my mind that that it, this is a thing that they still sell. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they didn't change the concept of the at the, the 4k tv is one thing right but that they're actually expecting somebody to pay 150 dollars for this thing is just like what? it still has all the old stuff too right it's got it doesn't have gigabit yeah. internet it doesn't have um they haven't updated it since like 2017 or something <laughs> right they did 2015 the maybe the it's been a while port's not yeah. updated like it's got the a8 still like this yeah. isn't they didn't do anything to it except swap out the remote in the box yeah it's almost, it's almost criminal that yeah. someone who, unbeknownst to somebody who maybe needs to save twenty dollars on a device but wants to buy an Apple TV, would would walk away with this thing. Right. Yeah, especially if they're they're probably saying, like, first of all, I, I don't know who this is for. Like, who's buying the hundred and fifty dollar streaming box but has doesn't need four K? Okay. Yes. But the but even if you're doing that, like one day you may have 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Do not save thirty dollars <laughs> to buy this one instead of the the 4K box. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, Apple does this like it's like with the 1099 iMac. That thing hasn't been updated in years. Yeah. yeah. Continues. There must be some sort of marketing thing where people look at it and go. Well, maybe I'll just spend the extra money and get the the higher one. There must be. I mean, yeah, but that's what you know. Bait and switch is is the the classic marketing term for it, which I guess you know starts at ten ninety nine. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not really bait and switch, but yeah, there's got to be a name for that. I, there's a. I know that marketing principle goes in the other direction too, where you make something right. really outrageously expensive, not expecting anyone to buy it, just making the other versions seem better. Which right. Apple does too, <laughs> right? Like, like no, that's why you make a triple or a quadruple cheeseburger and put it on the menu. It's so people buy the double cheeseburger, like right. it's so that it looks reasonable. Some of us buy the triple cheeseburger, Jason. <laughs> right? It's not. It's not a zero, but it is there so that you don't squint and go like, "I'm not going to get the most." It just makes it seem okay that you're getting. Yeah. And then, yeah. So there's got to be a name for that in the other direction too. 
for yeah. for making the cheap version that nobody should buy so that you can do a starting at price yeah i was a little surprised maybe not totally surprised because apple has done something like this before but they announced a new iphone yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. kind of out of left field a little bit every time they've done this before can you remember them doing this where it wasn't the product red i have not i cannot the only thing yeah. i can remember it's usually is product the, red the, the product white red stuff iPhone has come later before but yeah uh, apple the, the white iphone 4 became way after but that was because yeah. of production issues and they did they announced it yeah, it, it just didn't ship from for for a long, long, long time. So it did get its own press release and its own kind of uh, release window. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's usually a product red thing. It's a charity, you know, type of thing. Right. This was, I mean, just weird. Like, all right, fine. Purple's nice, I guess. I mean, I, I don't want it, but sure, somebody must. Is it is it to complete the the six color rainbow? Maybe. Does that does it do does it give you the Full they got they got they got blue they got red they got uh i don't think there's an orange one yeah there's not an can you imagine an orange iphone <laughs> right well they there's, a red, red one, there's so an orange there's iMac there is red because it's it is six colors but that includes black and white so i don't know uh, well but, anyway I mean, hey, fine listen, there's a new there's a, R, there's a right there's a <laughs> and it's the only one. available in the 12 not the not the pro the pro didn't get like a like a like a more elegant Classic. Pro never got all the co- all the funky colors. Right. Anyway. They don't have all right. of them anyway. Yeah. But it's just yeah. those. Uh, it, it, the, the 12 mini gets a two, even though you know we hear people aren't actually buying those. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, all right. Good. Great. Purple. Also, it gets, they snuck this. They didn't say this at the event, but they snuck it out at the same day. There's some new the spring selection of official yeah. Apple cases and watch bands, watch which bands. are just new colors. Mm. They just do spring colors on those things. It's a normal thing. Those, those dropped yesterday. Yeah. There's well. a bunch of, a uh, bunch of watch bands. And yeah. yeah they, surprising that they, they didn't, they didn't mention them. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, those are out. Uh, yeah. New iPhone cases. The other We're really things- scraping the bottom of the barrel in this podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing they mentioned, uh, well, the first thing they mentioned was their, commitment to to making green products and products yeah. that are yeah, no no new news there just reiterating that but there was some yeah. new stuff with apple card a couple of nice things one is that you can share it with a spouse now and it will actually affect both of your credit rating which is mm-hmm. a nice thing um and then also there's an apple card family thing where you can invite any kid over 13 to use your card to set spending limits and stuff which i think yeah. a lot of parents would look forward to they've always had that in sort of the app store where you can kind of give them credit but they've never had it pay cash too has it right uh which is sort of a debit card but then you have to keep loading this debit card essentially this is a way to let them to let your kids pay with apple pay anywhere buying food or whatever Mm -hmm. uh just set, set spending limits and that's that makes a lot of sense i'm glad they're doing it it's not a huge deal but it does make sense I kind of like recoiled when he said, like anyone over 13 can use this credit card. It's like, oh, oh God. But uh, yeah, the spending limits and, the, and, you know, it's almost teaching them responsibility. And, you know, if you do it right, yeah, yeah. it's it's not uh, yeah. you know, as bad as it's a good parent would sit there and look at their go, go. They give you those nice metrics and stuff. And yeah. a good parent would sit, probably set them down like every month and say, well, let's right. look at how, how you spent exactly, money this month. Exactly right. And use right. it as a teaching moment. And existing users can merge their accounts now. So if you, so if like in my case, my, my wife has one and I have one, they're separate oh. accounts. Hmm. So you can merge them. Um, you'll get a combined spending limit and you'll get the lower of the two APRs, which is nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe it should have been there from the start, but uh, it's cool that they have it. Yeah. Now. These are all things that it was easier to do with credit cards that are based really based around physical credit cards. Cause they give you just another pl- piece of plastic with right. another person's name on it. <laughs> and, exactly. Yeah. And, and it never really impacted. It's nice that they're doing that thing where it impacts both people's um, credit ratings and stuff, because that was always sort of an issue before you were always piggybacking on the other person's credit. Since this is the uh, Macworld podcast, we should probably mention the new podcast subscriptions. Oh yes. Are available. Yep. It is not Podcast Plus, as some people no. are suspecting. It's more like a Patre- Patreon situation. Yeah, so there are new subscriptions. There are also new channels. So you can, they say they curate podcasts. 
based on your listening habits. So they show you other podcasts that you might be interested in. And and there's some nice intelligence there where an episodic podcast just plays the latest episode, but a serial podcast starts at the beginning. I, I don't know how they determine which are which or if podcasters have to say what those are, but that's a nice change because there's yeah. nothing worse than you don't want to listen to Macworld podcast number one. But at the same time, if you're listening to one of these like 10 episode true crime podcasts or something, you do want to start at episode one. Yeah. So yeah. Ha- having those things make some sense. Some nice changes to the podcast app. Yeah. It, it seems as though Apple really kind of looked at this and tar- targeted at the way people want to use podcasts and, and listen to them and didn't just say, okay, here's a podcast plus service and it's $10 yeah. a month. And everyone can join it and they can do this and add free. And blah. they said, all right, listen, it's up to you. We're giving you the tools that you want to serve your audience and your listeners. And yeah, of course, we're going to take 30% of that. <laughs> they really need to update the podcast icon. <laughs> yeah. The podcast app icon is old and terrible. Um, <laughs> Retro. They, they call it retro. Retro. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the podcast subscriptions thing is a little interesting. It's It's got me a little worried because you the podcaster gets to set their price right. and Apple's going to take 30%. And that's 30% the first year it's a subscription. So then 15%, 15. the year after that, like all yeah. subscriptions. The thing that bothers me is you have to, you're then going to give people either like early access or things like um exclusive custom content, content and stuff like that and you have to you have to upload that stuff with apple's tools that's not going to be stuff that it's that's not served that's served by apple not served through your rss feed so that's not going out to everyone else and apple owns that relationship you don't get to know who exactly is a subscriber to your podcast through right. through apple's podcast subscriptions you don't get their email addresses you don't get any of that stuff and if you're a podcaster, you want to build direct relationships with people and then send them emails later saying, look, we have merch or anything like that. You can't do any of that. Apple owns that relationship. I'm, I'm not sure how many podcasters would rather do this than throw up a Patreon site and just let anybody give them however many dollars a month. Patreon takes less than 30%. I think they take less. I think they take 12, right? They take less than 15 and just you know, make stuff available to everyone that way and then get your full subscriber list and everything. So it's nice that they're making these things easy, giving people good metrics, stuff like that. But I don't think this is for, for most podcasters, this is not the relationship they want to have with their subscribers. So you're saying there's no way for them to get in, like, if I subscribe to a podcast, yeah. there's no way they can contact me for any reason. They, as far as other than like support I, stuff, from what I can tell, uh, support would go through Apple. From what I can tell, no, uh, Apple huh. just, you upload as, as a creator, you upload stuff and you would say, this is for my subscribers and Apple manages sending that to them. But the owner of that podcast that you subscribe to doesn't know who you are. They don't know your, you in particular are a subscriber. They don't get your email. None of that. Yeah. That, I mean, if assuming that all that is isn't just a launch thing and wouldn't be changed. Yeah. That's, I agree with you. And that's that, true of like you, it, you would apps work that way too. Like that, but that's, that's subscribe to an app. The app owner doesn't get a subscription list and know who are right. subscribers. They right. And just through their app, say, these are things for subscribers. And it's kind of doing that with podcasts and podcasts are not apps and it's a little different. Right. And you're talking about like, you know, it, uh, podcasts are a lot more personal. There's personalities involved with that. You're not just servicing a, a game and saying you can unlock a bunch of, you know, game stuff for three bucks. Right. So you want that relationship, just like, you know, a musician, you know, wants to, although I guess if you buy an album, yeah, you're not, you're not uh, <laughs> talking to your fans that way either. Yeah. It's tricky because like, I understand why Apple would do it that way, but I also mm-hmm. understand why as a podcast, um, uh, creator, just like YouTube, like there's a lot more to that than just yeah, why would I, here is my podcast. I, yeah, I get it as a user. I get why I would want this as a podcaster. I'm not sure why yeah. I would want this as opposed to just saying in my podcast something like, if you like this, support us on Patreon or something like that. You're right. So I don't, I don't know enough about podcasts to, to have an opinion on this, but does Spotify? work like their exclusive podcast is that that's a similar that's, I assume that's, it's a, similar that's a thing. whole other thing those are because, completely exclusive podcasts right so and any, not any like subscriber can listen to them right yeah and it's not a layer on top of it they're they're spotify is paying the podcaster for that content like right. here make right, exclusive right. content for us 
So I don't think those podcasters, I don't know what information they get about who the subscribers are. I don't imagine it's anything there, but it's a completely different, different ball right? of wax. Because they're getting paid in a different way. Right. And you're not, and no human being goes to Spotify and pays a podcaster for this pod, to subscribe to this podcast. I don't go there and say, I'm going to pay $5 right, for right, the Joe right, Rogan right. experience. I'm just a Spotify subscriber and I get it. Yeah. Right? I get it. Right. right. You might sign up for that reason, but that's, that's incidental. Yeah. It's a completely different yeah. economic thing. I'm not supporting a podcast. Right. You know? So yeah, uh, it's, it, it's, it strikes a weird balance, I think. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 739. Thanks to Jason Cross, Michael Simon, and thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. If you want more information on all the products that Apple revealed at its Spring Loaded event, go to our website. We have articles and links for you to get more information. You can subscribe to the podcast via the podcast app or on Spotify or whatever app you use for podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time. (laughs) 